0: Welcome to Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Our host is Aaron David Free, president of Israel Team Advocates International. Aaron is an author, speaker, Bible teacher, and an advocate for Israel and the Jewish people on college campuses nationwide. This is Israel and You. Welcome to Israel and You. Israel and You is the radio podcast voice of Israel Team Advocates. I'm your host, Aaron David Free. Our work is mainly on evangelical college campuses where we're seeing a major decline of support for Israel and the Jewish people. We do presentations that help students understand their supernatural connection uh, to Israel. And we have a great show lined up for you today, and we're going to investigate a major news issue that has developed in just the last week or so. In a few moments, I'm going to introduce to you my very special guest, a whistleblower, Who's uncovered that major retailers are promoting and profiting off the denial of the Holocaust? And it's hard to believe, but there are people today who deny the Holocaust ever happened. What is even worse, there are publishing companies willing to publish books and propaganda that deny Jewish people were ever gassed to death in the gas chambers and later burned to ashes in the crematoriums of the death camps. They go so far to say that Jews were not starved to death or tortured in death camps like Auschwitz, Treblinka, Bergen-Belsen, Buchenwald, and Dachau. Holocaust survivor Elie Wiesel was right when he said, The Holocaust is the most documented tragedy in recorded history. Never before has a tragedy elicited so much witness from the killers, from the victims, and even from the bystanders. In the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem, known as Yad Vashem, there is the Hall of Records. They have accumulated millions of testimonies of survivors who testified how their loved ones perished. Each family or individual is listed by number in the Hall of Records. Family 39111 is very special to me because it's my family. My father's uncle and aunt, Shlomo and Seema Boxerman, and their children and grandchildren in Trostanets, Belarus in 1944, Two were murdered. Uh, Hitler's killing machines known as the Eisengruppen traveled through present-day Ukraine like wolf packs and rounded up Jews from every fissure and crack of the countryside and first had them dig their own graves and then they shot them. They did not have time to build gas chambers in Russia so they shot over 500,000 Jews. My family was dragged from their home and shot to death in the woods. One daughter hid behind the house and saw her family slaughtered, and it was her testimony that is now in the Hall of Records today in Yad Vashem, the Holocaust memorial in Jerusalem. There are millions of stories like this given by actual eyewitnesses to the Nazi genocide. So why would anyone think they could gain an audience by proclaiming a horror so factual as the Holocaust? Think about it. We have the Nuremberg trials after the war where Nazis confessed to mass genocide. We have the testimony of SS guards who led people to the gas chambers. We have the testimony of the survivors themselves. We also have the factual testimony of General Dwight D. Eisenhower, who upon liberating uh, Dachau concentration camp, brought in journalists and camera crews to record the testimonies of the surviving victims and photograph them and film the gas chambers and crematoriums. By his own account, General Eisenhower said that he had done this in case sometime in the future someone would come along and proclaim that the Holocaust did not happen. And if you go to the Holocaust Memorial in Washington, D.C., you can read the words of General Eisenhower on the wall right outside of the memorial. And it says this, carved into stone. These are the words of General Dwight Eisenhower. The things I saw beggar description, the visual evidence and the verbal testimony of starvation, cruelty, and bestiality were overpowering. I made the visit deliberately in order to... Uh, be in a position to give firsthand evidence of these things if ever in the future there develops a tendency to charge these allegations to propaganda. And so that's where we are today. It seems like the uh, prophecy, you might say, of General Eisenhower is coming to pass as people are denying the Holocaust ever happen and so with all the testimony why would anyone think they could get away with denying this tragic event known as the holocaust could it be that we're living in a time when people are not so interested in historical facts recently in september 2020 uh college age students and young adults from across the country were surveyed in a 50 state uh wide survey 50% 50% of the young people questioned could not name one of the death camps in the Holocaust. Some had never even heard of the Holocaust. 63% did not know that 6 million Jews were murdered. Over half said uh, the death toll was less than 2 million. The survey came from data of 11,000 interviews of 18 to 39 year old, uh, people across the country, 11% of the respondents believe the Jews themselves had caused the Holocaust. Just two weeks ago in, uh, Texas, the director of curriculum and instruction for, uh, the Carroll Independent School District in South Lake, Texas, Gina Petty, instructed her teachers, think about this, that they must teach opposing views of the Holocaust. In other words, if they teach about the Holocaust and the history of the Holocaust, they also must teach on Holocaust denial, imagine that. And so that's where we are in this country. And up until a few weeks ago, two retail giants, Target and Barnes and Noble, marketed and sold books that denied the Holocaust. Under pressure from the Simon uh, Wiesenthal Center in Los Angeles, the two stores pulled the books, several in number, off their shelves. Rabbi Abraham Cooper, Associate Dean and Global Social Action Director of the Simon Wiesenthal Center, had this to say in response to these and many other retailers who desire a piece of the Holocaust denial market. Here's what he said We assume these large online booksellers do not mass market books promoting terrorism or pedophilia. At a time of surging anti Semitic hate crimes here in the U.S., it is beyond the pale that a book would be marketed by someone who insults the memory of six million Jewish victims of Nazi genocide. And so today in our program, we have the whistleblower who uncovered what Target, Barnes & Noble, uh, Abe Books, Thrift Books, Albrus, and eBay have all been involved in promoting and profiting off Holocaust denial. So today in the program, we are going to hear from this whistleblower who is uncovering and exposing these retailers and what they're doing and profiting from Holocaust denial. Ricky Hollander is our guest, our esteemed guest today. She's senior analyst at CAMRA, the Committee for Accuracy in Middle East Reporting and Analysis in America. She is the daughter-in-law of holocaust survivor and her grandparents were gassed to death in the holocaust so she has a burden uh, to keep the memory of the victims alive and the survivors alive she wrote an article published in jns which is jewish news service on november 1st and the title of the article is who is trying to mainstream holocaust denial and how and so she is here today on israel and you to reveal her stunning research and her story of how this article came about and what she found in her research so ricky welcome to israel and you
1: thank you very much thank you
0: so Ricky, tell us, you're a journalist, uh, you're one that just you know, digs and digs for information. Can you kind of give us an insight of, of what's happening with, with publishing companies in America today That and, and marketers that are marketing Holocaust denial?
1: Well, a lot of the um, marketers, a lot of the vendors who sell Holocaust denial are third-party vendors like A-Books, Thrift Books. As you mentioned, a Libris, eBay, and anybody can market uh, anything on those um, forums. You just have to pay a subscription fee and uh, and and perhaps a, a commission for every single um, for every book that you sell. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know yet because I'm still investigating what their uh, vetting procedure is, but. I was more disturbed about Target uh, and and Barnes and Noble because there's an assumption that they um, they're they're well known online vendors who have a um, who have a certain brand uh, wholesome brand name. They're American vendors, and presumably it's not just a, a third a third party vendor. Uh, they presumably have something in place. To, um, to vet books. Amazon, one of the biggest sellers, I know removed a lot of their Holocaust literature, um, uh, their Holocaust denial literature in 2017. I know this because the Holocaust deniers, uh, part of a group called the Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust, or CODO for short, complained mm-hmm. about the fact that um, that Amazon took down their books. So, um, this, but, but even though they had that in place and they took down books, more and more books pop up and they're not all in English. Many of these books pop, um, are on the site, appear on the site or are marketed on the site in German, uh, French, Italian. And, um, much of the reason is because in Germany, uh, Holocaust denial is a criminal offense -hmm. And uh, they can't publish the books uh, denying the Holocaust are are banned there, Uh, and so they've turned to the U.S. where it's not banned, where 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 they could um, these Holocaust deniers have turned to U.S. platforms to market uh, their books not only in English but in German, uh, in in these other languages, and. It, I guess it must be harder for these platforms, for Target or whatever, to flag uh, uh, books in, in those other languages. But uh, I think it's really, really important that there's transparency and that we, and that there are steps put into place where such hate literature is, is um, flagged and at least, at the very, very least, labeled uh, as what it is.
0: Again, you've uncovered about, I think you told me, about twenty books that are being marketed on these platforms. So, you know, what do these books consist of? Who are the authors? I mean, what kind of a mind would you know deny historical facts of this nature?
1: Well, Holocaust denial has gone on for a long time. And there's t- there's different streams, two different streams. Okay. One stream denies the Holocaust completely, and then there are those who pseudo, uh, who, who present themselves as scholars, pseudo-scholars who want to debate the Holocaust, who, who claim, who try to um, dismiss or uh, uh, um, dismiss these um, testimonials, uh, researchers, uh, um. books that, that, that prove the Holocaust. They just, they try to dismiss them and discredit them. So, uh, for example, the father of Holocaust denial was a a French man, or he was known as the father of Holocaust denial, named Paul Racinier. He was a French communist, and he he was uh, a a bitter anti-Semite, and he had served, um, at one time, he was a political prisoner in Buchenwald. And he used his own experiences at this camp to deny... Uh, the genocide, the Nazi genocide uh, of Jews and the existence of uh, gas chambers. He claimed that those were an invention of the Zionist establishment. Now, his claims were completely debunked by scholars. Uh, There's extensive documentation that debunks all his claims. But they are repeated by a fringe element of Jew haters and anti-Zionists.
0: You know, I, I was thinking about it when I read your article, and, and you did raise this question. And, and it's a wonderful article, and I would encourage our listeners to go to the Jewish News Service and uh, read this article exposing these retailers by Ricky Hollander. But, you know, the question that you raise is, how did these books ever end up on these major retailers' shelves to begin with, you know Who made the decision? Was it the marketing department? Was, was it someone in the back room somewhere that just thought this was a good idea? And so I commend Target and Barnes & Noble for, for pulling their books, but I wonder how they got there to begin with. So on the other side of the break, we're going to continue our discussion with Ricky Hollander from Camera. See you on the other side. Hello, I'm Aaron Free, president of Israel Team Advocates. Israel Team is standing in the gap for the Jewish people in a time of growing anti-Semitism in America. And there are many forces, even within Christianity, that want to divide the land of Israel and the city of Jerusalem. There has to be those who proclaim the truth about Israel in a time when nations are calling for her demise. Our organization works on college campuses where anti-Israelism is in vogue, especially on evangelical college campuses. Evangelical anti-Israel groups, highly financed by George Soros and his Open Society organization, are pushing evangelical millennials towards the abyss of anti-Semitism and they are succeeding. Once such group, the Telos group, is funding all expense-paid trips for young pastors and evangelical college students to Israel where they feed them lies about the Jewish people and the land, and they come home anti-Israel. In just the last four years, evangelical young people have cut their support in half for Israel. In a survey in 2018, 69% of evangelical young people said they supported the Jewish people. A new survey in 2021 found that only 33% of evangelical young people support the state of Israel. So if we don't push back against the growing anti-Israelism within evangelical movement, evangelicalism could be anti-Israel within just a few short years. I'm asking you to help Israel team in this fight. I'm asking you to stand with us as we stand for God's covenant with Abraham and the land and the great nation that God is building in Israel. Will you give to Israel Team today? And there's two ways you can give. Go to our website, IsraelTeam.org, to donate. Section and you can give securely online. Be sure to give us your mailing address so that we can send you our new book, The Casualty of Contempt. You can also mail your donation to Israel Team. Find our address on our website, israelteam.org. That's Israelteam.org. This is Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Hey, welcome back to Israel and You. Our special guest today is Ricky Hollander, senior analyst for Camera, the Committee for Accuracy in Middle East Reporting in America. She is the daughter-in-law of Holocaust survivors and she is the granddaughter of uh, her grandparents who were gassed to death in a gas chamber. And she has a burden to keep the memory of the victims alive and so she has uncovered this major issue in the last week of retailers in America that are promoting Holocaust denial. So, Ricky, what is your opinion? I mean, what is in the minds of these people that are either profiting from the sale of these books or writing these books and publishing these books? What is your opinion of of how these people conclude that they can promote such a lie as the denial of the Holocaust?
1: Okay, well, I I need to uh, distinguish between the ones who are... Places like Target that are uh, and Amazon that are marketing or have marketed uh, in the past some of these books and the actual Holocaust deniers, I believe that Target, Amazon, those places are not um, willingly posting the these or, or 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 marketing them. I think that they're being taken advantage of. I think their platform is being used by this. Uh, band of Holocaust deniers and uh, anti-Semites in order to mainstream their propaganda. So the question is really how to get them to recognize this, especially when it's in German and, and, and other languages, and how to get them to flag it and remove it or label it appropriately. I don't think that they're willingly posting it. Now, as for the Holocaust deniers, I really think that uh, you know some of them or many of them are Nazi, uh, neo Nazis or uh, uh, and, and and some of them are uh, German uh, uh, come from Germany themselves and um, they they want to some of them have uh, are anti are just anti Jewish and that motivates them they want to exonerate. Uh, the Nazis, their their spiritual uh, predecessors, and, um, and and I think that's what motivates them. And a lot of them um, t- tend to they they won't completely deny the Holocaust, say that there was nothing ever happened, but they discredit they discredit any. Uh, uh, they discredit that there was a genocide, uh, that that, that they they claim that was completely not true, that there were no gas chambers, and they try to discredit scholars. For example, there's one book called Neither Proof Nor Trace for the Holocaust, and it specifically attacks the director of the Center for Research uh, at the uh, Auschwitz-Birkenau State Museum. He, his name is Piotr Setkiewicz, and he's the editor-in-chief. He's a a, a Polish man who's the editor-in-chief of the scientific publication, the Auschwitz Journal, and he's the chief historian of the Auschwitz Museum. So these Holocaust deniers take aim at these specific historians, uh, archivists, uh, witnesses, and they specifically... um, go after them to discredit them to say that they misunderstood that they that they distorted uh, documents etc that they didn't you know that they misrepresented them so they go after specific uh, holocaust witnesses and 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 scholars and and that's what they do and um, there's a in 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 the U.S. now there's a a, a, a group of Holocaust deniers called uh, CODO, as I mentioned before, Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust. And um, we see, they, they put out a, a group of uh, books called uh, Holocaust Handbooks, and, and they, they take aim at different uh, aspects of the Holocaust, basically denying it. Um, there are a few people who, 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 who've authored these books Carlo Matogno is a, 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 a very well-known. He's authored many of these books, Arthur Butts and Germar Rudolph. Germar Rudolph runs a publishing um, company uh, called uh, Castle Hill Publishers that is part of Codo. They're, they're associated with each other. And that's the main, I think, press or the biggest press that that publishes this Holocaust denial. Now, Rudolph himself. Uh, was a chemist in Germany and he was convicted and sentenced to prison uh, for inciting racial hatred through holocaust denial. He was dismissed from his uh, from uh, the Max Planck Institute wh- where he was studying. He was dismissed after his Holocaust denial came to light and he fled uh, Germany to England where he founded this publishing. Uh, company Castle Hill Publishers, and that's specifically to disseminate Holocaust denial uh, literature. He he he. Then he later came to the U.S. He lived somewhere in Pennsylvania, I think, uh, uh, and he was extradited, I think, in two thousand and four, back to Germany, where he served prison time. But after his prison sentence, he came back to the U.S. And now he runs this Castle Hill Publishers that I told you is associated with this Holocaust-denying community, Kodo. Just uh, as an aside, he was recently convicted of uh, himself uh, in in the U.S. of indecent exposure and public lewdness near his home in Pennsylvania, but that's an aside. I mean, so these people, some of them are you know have a, uh, have been convicted here too but he still now he he still runs this publishing house associated with kodo and, and and that's the name that 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 most often comes up in connection with the, this holocaust denial literature then there are self published books or very very small presses uh, like there is a small press i saw from ireland that published so what, what we have to do, or what I have to do, is try to get these platforms like Target and Amazon to recognize the names of the these publishers. It's very hard when when a book is self-published, but at least um, be aware of this Castle Hill Publishers, because they're one of the big promoters of, of all the Holocaust literature.
0: You know, Ricky, as i have trying to wrap my head around this, you know, since I read your article... Um, could it be, and this is just a question I have for you, that Holocaust denial maybe it just makes the world a safer place for the anti-Semite? And if the great crime of the murder of six million Jews never happened, then the Jews can be blamed for inventing the whole lie, and through their supposed control of the media, disseminated you know this lie for the last seventy years or so that you know there was such thing as a Holocaust, and if that can be somehow proved by these deniers, this this lie that they're promoting, the deniers, then the very reason that Israel exists as a refuge for Jews escaping the Holocaust and now escaping anti-Semitism in Europe, ultimately, the existence of the Jewish state can be nullified through nullifying and denying the Holocaust. Do you think that might be one of the motivations would be to sort of... Uh, attempt to nullify the state of israel
1: yes that's definitely definitely a part of it and and um Racine, the, the the who i mentioned earlier as the father of holocaust denial who, who 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 died in 1967 he he mentioned he he said that uh the existence of gas chambers and uh, the the nazi genocide of jews was an invention of the zionist establishment so he said mm-hmm. it. Clear, clearly. Mm-hmm. So yes, that is definitely correct. That so is what definitely you see correct.
0: Is, is, a, is an issue for, for us you know, in America. Do we need more Holocaust education? When I read these statistics about so many young people today that have no clue of what happened, uh, do we need more Holocaust education in public schools to counter uh, this, this denial that's happening? And maybe the deniers are seeing that there's not this real interest in history any longer, and so they can kind of come in and write a whole new history. So what's the solution, in your opinion?
1: Um, I do think, I know that there are, are are differences of opinion on this, but I do think that, that um, uh, Holocaust education and Holocaust memory is crucial because otherwise we, we do leave a, a window open for these deniers to come in and rewrite history just like history is as you mentioned history is being rewritten in general yes it it does give them a, a chance to rewrite history definitely um, and we need to we need to uh, tell the truth and make sure that it's taught in schools
0: absolutely I, I think I thank God for you, Ricky, and what you're doing, and uh, you're you're courageous to go up against these major retailers and to call them out, and maybe just to help them. Maybe maybe there is, like you say, an ignorance on 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 their part, not knowing you know what these books are. So I, I appreciate your cor- courage. I appreciate the courage of the American Family Association that is now publishing books about the Holocaust for school-aged children. Joy Lucius just wrote an amazing book that you can get at AFA. So, Ricky, thank you so much for being on Israel and You today.
1: Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.